Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Because that Ephraim had made many altars to sin, altars shall be unto him to sin. I have written to him the great things of my law, but they were counted as a strange thing. They sacrificed flesh for the sacrifices of mine offerings, and eat it, but the Lord accepteth them not. Now will he remember their iniquity, and visit their sins, for they shall return to Egypt. For Israel hath forgotten his maker, and buildeth temples, and Judah hath multiplied fenced cities. But I will send a fire upon his cities, and it shall devour the palaces thereof. Hosea chapter 8, verses 11 through 14. The Lord God Almighty, speaking through Hosea the prophet here, says that Ephraim has made altars to sin. Therefore will he return unto them the consequences of what they had been putting their faith in. He will show them that none of it will save them like he can. He will show them that what you serve is what you worship, and when you sin, you make an altar to it. They came to him with sacrifices and offerings, but he heard them not. They lifted up praise and worship, but they were a bride full of spots. They professed his name, but did not obey his sayings. His words were strange things to them, and those who obeyed them were hated. So the Lord's judgment was to stop protecting them from the master that they had chosen over him. He would return them to Egypt. The spirit of worldliness, selfishness, torment, sickness, and bondage. He had shown himself more powerful than it, but they still put their trust in it. Israel trusted in temples to idols, palaces, politicians, buildings, and inventions. Judah trusted in fenced cities, preparations, provisions, and defenses, but God determined to show them the uselessness of all of it. He prophesied that fire would come upon all of it. Yes, in the end, all of these things will be as ash before God on the day of judgment, but even before that, all of this did come to pass as these things were destroyed by fire from the enemies of Israel when God stepped back and let them see what weak masters they were trusting in by serving these things. In the time of King Hezekiah, these prophecies had already come to pass and only Jerusalem was left. Then this godly king who had returned to faith in God's word cried out to the Lord God Almighty with all of his heart for mercy and salvation. And God himself by his own hand wrought miracles in the land and brought salvation to a nation needing a reviving of faith in the true king over them. I can but hear the Father saying, Oh, if my people would believe in me and me only, how I would have delivered them miraculously. There is but one who is mightier than all. 
There is but one who can save the body and the soul. There is but one who can deliver with miracle working power. There is one who is like unto no other. There is but one who is king over all. There is one at whose feet the giants fall. There is one who is waiting in the throne room of grace for the faithful to enter into their rightful place. There is but one whose name is worthy to be praised. There is one God and salvation is his name. If you need saving today, my friend, then repent. Call out to him with all of your heart, soul, and strength like Hezekiah did. And he will step in with resurrection power. Or put your trust in all these other things and watch him step back and leave you to the master that you have summoned at the altar of sin. Romans chapter 6 verse 15 says this, What then? Shall we choose sin because that we are not under the law but under grace? No, God forbid. Do you not know that to whom you yield yourself servants to obey his servant you are to whom you obey? Whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. You do not want to make yourself the servant of anyone but Jesus. John tells us in chapter 10 verse 10 that the thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said I come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. So let us trust in him, and him only, and not the counterfeits. Let us put our hope of salvation in him. Let us cry to him for redemption. Let us sing unto him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. As we read in Psalms chapter 18, verse 1, I will love thee, O Lord, you are my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Put your faith in the right king and not in all these other things for they will not save. They will fail you or be stripped away. But when your faith is in the Lord God Almighty, your heart can sing while giants and even nations fall around you and not be shaken because your feet are planted on a firm foundation and the Lord God Almighty is your strength. Having full faith and confidence in his love for me, I am not worried nor do I lack or need for any other thing. So let us examine our hearts today as we come before him humbly and pray. Have we built altars to sin in our lives, putting our faith and our hope in our own ability and pride or in others? Oh Lord, we thank you for this season of stripping that the bride has been placed in where all the other lovers or being cast down and cast out, being pulled away, you are showing the fruitlessness of putting faith in mammon and men and politicians and personalities and celebrities and materialism and even friends and family, anything but Jesus. Because in the end, none of these things will save us. Father, we thank you for your 
grace made available to us by what you did, Jesus. We make this moment about you and you only. Let there be an altar in our hearts. Let there be an altar in our homes. Let there be an altar in our churches, but let it be an altar unto the Lord and not an altar unto sin as what had happened in Israel back then, Lord. Let the altars that we build be built unto you and you only for your glory where we crucify the flesh and burn the idols down, where we lay down the sacrifice of true praise, prayer, and worship and set our eyes on the fire of God and Him only as it falls down in unimaginable manifest glory, untouched by man, untainted, unhelped, as was the case in the story of Strange Fire where the sons of Aaron added a little something to the incense. And God struck them dead because of it. Oh, Father, forgive us for trying to help when you never told us to. All we require to do is to tell them of you. We preach not ourselves except to boast in the Lord and what he has done for us. We have nothing ourselves to glory of but to tell you of our own wretchedness and how our Savior delivered us. Oh, let the fear of God fall upon the churches. Let the desire for vainglory diminish. Let the counterfeits in the pulpits and the mocking unholy spirits be exposed and cast out. Let them be despised and rejected. Let the bride be purified upon a true flaming altar of sacrifice unto Jesus Christ. Because you see, my friend, we are to be the priests and kings of the new covenant. The New Testament tells us this in the book of Revelations, that those who are washed by the blood of the lambs become priests under him. And so does the New Testament remind us that we are to be priests of a spiritual priesthood, continuing to this day to offer spiritual sacrifices, which is the function of the priest's sacrifices of praise and worship to the Lord God Almighty but him and him only. There are still sacrifices to be laid upon them, and the pure, holy fire of God will still fall on those sacrifices when they're offered to him and not to sin or idols or men. For he will not share his glory with another. O oh Lord, help the church to rediscover their purpose, their purity, and their power. They had sinned, so the altar became unto them a sin. It became damnation because that it mocked God when they came to it with their pride, their pomp, and their alterations of his holiness. Because they polluted the perfection of his message. Because they added their desires and ideas and idols and iniquity to it. They chose sin, trusting in something other than his message, what he had spoken. So the altar became a sin to them when it was meant to be redemption. My friend, don't be guilty of this. Humble yourself, repent, believe the simple gospel message, nothing added to it, nothing altered, no traditions, ambitions, or alterations, 
just simple repentance and alignment with the scriptures. Because you see, originally in the Old Testament, the holy altar of God could not be made by stones that had been touched by any tool of man. Only natural stones, still in the simple state that God had made them in, could be used. And upon this simple, unaltered rock will we stand. Jesus Christ, our redemption, our hope, and the rock of our salvation. No other name, no other blood, no other spirit, no other person. Call upon him, and you shall be saved. Seek a touch from him, and you will be changed. Because though he never changes, everything he touches does. Lay aside sin. Lay aside your hope of deliverance from any other source but him. Lay aside your pride and call upon the Lord, your God. Build a simple altar of unaltered stones. The gospel message and the teachings of Jesus. The blood, the sacrifice, the Holy Spirit, the death, burial, and resurrection, judgment, hell, the wages of sin, the way of escape, and the price that was paid by that precious man to obtain it for us who do not deserve it. Just confess, repent, ask him for forgiveness, then by faith in him and him only believe. And receive it. What altar do you need to tear down today? Pride, lies, control, vainglory, false doctrines, lust, idolatry, addictions, vanity, corruption, seductions. Simply walk away from them. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Pick up your cross and follow him. Humble, simple, unseen majesty and your altars of sin will crumble to dust and be cast forever into a sea of forgetfulness for perfect powerful and glorious is our Jesus our savior deliverer and redeemer let us honor him as such let every breath decree that he is enough. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.